Are you kidding me, bro? People love Ponch and they love Mon. Bro, these guys aren't going to let you into Vegas without seeing them. If yeah. you went into Vegas and left and yeah. didn't say anything. Yeah, we got to do it. Oh, no. Ponch, as a matter of fact, Ponch probably has some place he wants us to meet him at. You ain't playing chess unless you set up the right pieces, homie. That's this what we got to do. The attorney waits for the right moment. It's all in his head. And then right as he's about to go down, he just pulls all the pieces from all over. <laughs> That's it? No. Well, we will get both of them. Was that who you were thinking about, right, Ponch? Yep. Okay. Yes, sir. Guys, the, like the becoming the mayor of Las Vegas, ah. Mr. Uh, Poncharelli. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would love to see him in his domain. So, well, when are you guys thinking of coming? Because wait a minute. Damn, dude, because because uh, Punch, man, he, he he's got a lot going on down there, dude, with like the motorcycles and the like. Uh, this guy's building hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollar motorcycles. See, here's the deal, bro. Here's the real fucking deal. Here's the major deal. Both Sean and I, we got wives and kids. I know this. No, no, no. Yep. So, it oh, makes, really? You guys are married? What the hell? <laughs> so kids? it makes it when makes did that happen. Kids? <laughs> How many? <laughs> so it, it it puts a little wrinkle. Into things like, let's just go to Vegas for the no week. such thing. Wrinkle. <laughs> no such thing as wrinkle. And so, uh, so Sean and I strategize like, we got to go out there. We got to see Big Lux in his element, you know, putting people in headlocks, directing traffic, you know what I mean? Slipping people envelopes, all that kind of good shit that you do. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing we can only get the day. Right. We can only get the seventh. I do. Be back in my bed by nine o'clock. Okay, so listen. So, but, and wait, wait, wait. That, before you even get, before you, before even, I even, claw, before claw you even, into that, before you even take that cauliflower and turn it into <laughs> fucking <laughs> buffalo sauce cauliflower. The thing is, is we were like, okay, so are we gonna fly there? Right. I mean, look, cheap tickets, Spirit Airlines. I'll help pedal the plane. Whatever. We get there, twenty bucks. Or. Or, or or do we use this for real momentum and we record everything in the car? Uh-huh. And the person driving us uh-huh. is King Salmon. Ah, you get that fuck out of here. King Salmon drives us while we try to give him business advice. No, but he's driving. Now, first of all, put your head. You gotta hear this story, by the way. By the way, what I do want to say is, yeah. By this point in time, what is it? Almost two years now with the show. Yeah, I've come to understand, and I hope you're listening, King Salmon. This cousin is wants him to fucking have something in life so badly because he keeps <laughs> on throwing him in every little. Nook and cranny. Hey, we'll put the king. Hey, that I don't even argue it no more. Like, it means so much to my partner. Like, I gotta just be like, okay, King Salmon's doing it. You know something I don't know. So, all right. So, check this out. So, check this out. So, check this out. So, first, you don't understand. For you, right, you're there. You're doing cookies. You're burning. Everything's going great. You're, you know. You're the fucking P. Diddy on, the, on our whole thing, right? Now, now I'm thinking like, okay, well, what I got to do is I got to figure out. Now, first, I got to get old blue eyes mm-hmm. to Vegas, right? So that, that's going to be a little bit of a... Neg- eyes used to have residencies. His bloodline has residencies. 
I'm Listen. actually contacting his people to get the right fucking I know hotel room. I've been to Vegas. No, he's a he he is a dyed in the wool Reno. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. Oh, he has to say that for legal reasons. Oh. He has to oh, disclaim oh, okay, okay. all no, relationships. No, no, that's right. That's right. Sean Natra, right. Sean Natra can't do all that. So that's exactly right. If the uh, IRS is listening, he has no income. Sean has no income. <laughs> all right. So here's the thing. So, uh, so there's that piece, right? And I already called Sean. And Sean, what was the discussion like before we finalized? It was like, oh man, what? And I'm like, yeah, we talked about airlines. Yeah, we talked about money. Right. We about- <laughs> always talk about that though. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it, it, Sean it was like not a, feeling uh, it in the beginning. It's okay. basically like a, another SD trip, right? It's right. Chumahan cranking up the old propaganda machine. How are we gonna get this to work, right? What do you mean we can't do it without you? You're a medic. Come on, we need backup. You know, all that shit. And then I can see through you, bro. I know exactly what you. And then finally, it turns into, all right. So what should we do? And we get it down to Spirit Airlines, and it's coming out to be about. I'm. It's almost the same amount as like maybe we should just drive. Fuck it, let's just drive. And then Sean, the brilliant person that he is, he's like, you know, what we should do is we should have King Salmon driver. So what do I do? Like a fucking schnook, I call up Salmon. As soon as I hear that, I tell him the date. Because, you know, Salmon's got triple crown cornhole tournaments and all this shit that he's got going on. Yeah, he's a busy <laughs> man. He built, he rented a little warehouse that's yeah. got like a little loft in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you guys are crazy. <laughs> Listen to this. King Salmon, right? So I go, hey, August 7th. Blue Eyes and I are going to hire you to chauffeur us out to goddamn Vegas. And we don't want to hear any bitching and moaning and no fucking bullshit. Mm. And he was like, let me check my calendar, which I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, no, I'm clear for that day. Set sail for sailing, Captain. (laughs) You know, all that shit, right? (laughs) So then two days, maybe three days goes by. And I get a text from King Salmon with a question. How much are you guys going to fucking pay me right. to drive you to Vegas? Mm-hmm. And I was kind of taken aback. Right. Like, what? Like, right. wow, I thought we were cousins. Yeah. Like, oh, it's about money now, is it? Yeah. Is it about money now, motherfucker? Yeah. And he goes, tell you what, $500. $500 was his fucking quote. To me, in writing, to drive his best friend and his cousin to Vegas. I thought this guy owns all sorts of like bags and companies and sold his shit. You can't buy gas with bags, bro. Fuck. All right. So what? So then what? So I I took a screenshot of this shit and sent. I wouldn't even ask for that. I took a screenshot of this shit and I sent it to Old Blue Eyes with zero comment. Because none was needed. Like, right. where the fuck does this guy get up? Right. I mean, I, 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 all right. So initially, I was pissed. I was hurt. And I was pissed that the first thing he thinks of is money. And it was in a crazy amount. Right. For 500 bucks, Sean and I could just fly there. Sure. Right? We, we need that guy for. Right. So we fucking, so I sent it to Sean. Sean's like, what are we employing him? Is this an employment gig? Yeah. And I'm like, but then 
you know, because of my motivation, I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to turn this into something enjoyable, entertaining, amusing for me. He's negotiating with me. He's actually put his chin out. So now I can punch at it, mm. right? Mm. So I wrote him back and I go, how did you arrive at that price? <laughs> yeah. I just want to know. Yeah. I mean, did you factor in all the free legal advice I'd given you over the years? Mm. And is this also include, well, let me ask you this. How much did you pay old Blue Eyes to drive his convertible around for three or four days? Mm. How much did you charge him, Sean? Nothing. Nothing. Dead silence on the other side. Mm. And he's always complained that my dad ripped him off for money, which my dad did. That's mm. true. <laughs> Good. I knew I liked it. My- <laughs> you see, bro. Thank God. <laughs> Mr. Bowen, thank you yeah. for doing that. I'll dude, my dad, dude, listen, here. my dad did a land deal with Matt God. when he had money. Sold him Swampland. He apps actually did. Oh, dude. There was like 100 acres. My dad cut out like, you know, dude. My dad bought like 100 acres, and there was 20 of it that was wetlands that couldn't be developed on, right? So my dad brought a younger king salmon who was flush with cash. He probably had like a couple hundred thousand to his name. My dad's like, put his arm around, you know, says, what do you think of this land right here? You know, I don't know, Uncle Joe, it's pretty cool. My dad's like, yeah, you know, you know what separated, let me ask you a question, you know what separated just a regular commoner in England versus a gentleman? And cousin was like, no, land. You weren't a gentleman until you owned land. You know what that meant? That meant you weren't a man yet. And before you knew it, 20 acres that couldn't be built on, couldn't do anything except just look at brackish black water and get right. bit by mosquitoes. Right. Cousin paid top dollar for her. <laughs> and, now, and now my cousin's like, that fucking Uncle Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How can you steal from your own family? <laughs> so when he quoted me the 500, I go, hey, don't try to Uncle Joe me, bro. Right. <sighs> that old. <laughs> I was like, don't try to Uncle Joe me, bro. Like, I don't understand what you're trying to do. I mean, I don't know. Haven't I been good enough to you? Did I? <laughs> so then there was like pausing in. My cousin was like, well, well, I mean, how much were you going to pay me? And I was like, we hadn't even gotten that far right, yet. Right, right, yeah. yeah. But by the way, these moves that I'm telling Steve, Steve's got these no. uh, they're down, bro. Yeah. If there's anybody that knows how to negotiate and oh, work a deal, it's Steve. Don't bullshit me, bro. I know this. So then he goes... So then uh, uh, he goes, you know what? I wasn't thinking straight. I wasn't thinking right, bro. I'm in a bad place right now. I'm a little stressed out. I'm ne- My mental's never been like this. And he goes, I'll do it. I'll do it for nothing. He went from five to nothing. Yeah, because I got him good. I, I, got, I, I did an uppercut. And now is he going to show up resentful? No. No. I think he realized that. He got in some weird mode. I think he was. I think it was partially emotional too. Like you know, me and Sean are, you know, telling him what to do, and we're having fun on our own without him. And then he's got to go out there, and he's. I think he does have a financial pinch. So I think he thought, you know, five hundred. I don't even think he thought it through. And okay, the, now I'm gonna be okay. You know, uh, I got something to say. Do it. I'm gonna keep it real. Do it. Mm. I mean, it's all good. 
And just keep in mind one thing. When you guys get to Vegas. Yeah. King Salmon to me is yeah. like a liability. <laughs> that guy can't come around no. professional people no. that I'm fucking with. No. Like, he's going to no. say something crazy, dude. No. People are just going to be looking at me like. No. no, 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 no. But I got you two. You right. two are my partners. You right. guys are as good as family with me. No, I understand that. Fredo's gonna stay with a car. Fredo can play the slot machines or whatever. Right, and that's what <laughs> and Sean I think said. It's great. That's I think you Sean... guys would get great content. I right. think the car ride. I think everything that right. happens. Along... Yes, I'm just saying for that one interface. Of no problem. No, we understood the menu before we even got Beautiful. there. We right. got. I'm there. all for it. Sean was like, "We can give him a couple of bucks for the nickel slots and see what kind of crazy shit he gets into." And I was like, "Yeah, it sounds great." I'm gonna but... give him a couple of vibes shirts to wear around Vegas. I mean, listen, so anyway, he did the crazy. By the way, what in the hell are you drinking, dude? I am drinking. Look at that, Sean. Have you looked at that thing? It's like a big, giant purple milkshake. Is it's, 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 it's pre-workout, frozen blueberries, and water. That's all you need in life, soldier. That's it. That's it. That is all you need. Okay. By the way, I was working out, and listen, no homo. I was working out yesterday. And I mean, I was doing supersets, but slow, mm, slow nags, like slow mm. nags, right? And a really tearing down the muscle. Seventy-year-old dude who was sweating, and he looked like one of those dudes that was like a you know seventy-year-old bodybuilder. Like his muscles had gotten a little softer, but still, you could see the shape and all that. Mm. On my way out of the gym, he said, "Man, you are really working out hard." And mm. it's an inspiration to watch you work out. Oh, nice. that's a true story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the first time I told him. I'm like, thanks for the words of encouragement, man. Wow. You have no idea how many years I've been trying to get to just this level. And I'm not even at a peak level. I'm sure. just at a medium level, but just to get here. I, I think it says a lot, man. I've been told that every gym I've ever gone to. Dude, like Arnold complimented you. But really, man, like consistently showing up yeah. and going into your own zone. Right. Every fucking time. Right. Like, enough talk to acknowledge people, say hello. Somebody like, even have a little conversation either before or after. Right. But when I start, dude, I don't know anybody else is there. And that's how I automatically am. But over time, people recognize it after you do that for a year or right. two at a place. People are like, I don't even want to bother you, dude. Like you're always like you're strictly like, and um, people say stuff like that. And I think, and I've worked out with you, bro. I know how you get down, you know. Right. So. Guy didn't even try to snap me in the ass with a towel or anything either. It was a legit compliment. It wasn't some kind of weird <laughs> come on, you know what I mean? Anyway, so that's that's what's going on. That's what happened. And since we've got King Salmon, so Salmon, and I want to get your reaction, Steve. Mm. Right, and this is real important because you're you're actually a guy that's branding with a company that's as big as Cookies. I mean, that's not like, you know what I mean? That's not a fucking. I I can't agree with you more, bro. Right? You didn't just rent a warehouse and then create a little attic up top with a cot where you can whack it and get bit by spiders or anything like that. That's what happened to King Salmon. All right, King Salmon thing says to me, he's like, man, I'm I'm a little bit like I want to. Beef up my sales. I don't know what to do. And I've been reading all these branding books. What, like a tipping point type shit? Yeah. Well, I don't even know if it's a... I don't know what point he's at, and I want to protect his image. No, I meant book the tipping point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. right now I'm on reading story brand. Mm. Okay, I'm fucking... I made a selection of like eight brand books. I'm going to fucking finish them all because... 
Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What? Did you like Bobby's? Did you enjoy reading Bobby's book? Uh, talk somewhat about branding in there. Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, Bobby. Hundreds. Right. I read. I read hundreds already. I've read the twenty-two immutable laws of branding, mm. and now I'm on story brand. Okay. Immutable laws is great because it's not as much about the content as it is just the image and like what you're doing and how to set yourself out, right? Mm-hmm. Story brand is like trying to explain to you how to do the campaign. Like how do you convey what it mm-hmm. is? And I was talking to Sean about it the other day too because I'm like, one of the things the story brand is talking about is if you can't, if when they go on your website or your webpage or the whatever, if they don't know within five seconds what you sell and how they can buy it, you're fucking lost. You're already lost. They said it's got to be that simple and it's got to be that I, clear. I, I, I agree. I agree. You're eliminating so much of the digital battle. He said, he said that the main thing that most companies fuck up, and he's talking blue chip, mm-hmm. is that there's just way too much fucking noise. And that, that the... Is- Way too much offering, way too much to look at. Wait, you get lost yeah. on what you're there to do. Absolutely. And he said that the his theory is, is that the human brain is, is designed to filter out extraneous bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like if you're trying to hunt a lion or whatever the fuck it is, he's saying like there's so much information being bombarded at you. You don't need like digital shit. It's always like that. And then you, you have to figure out how you're going to focus your mind. He's also sometimes I think those guys are also talking from a a standpoint of like very uh, like uh, you don't need anything to get this done. They plug in and they buy. There's a little bit less than that that I think is the medium. Right. I think they use that as an example. You could tear away all this bullshit. Well, there is an amount of bullshit you do need, and that's where the difference comes in in, like, style, longevity. Is what I'm saying makes mm -hmm, sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. But um, I want to hear you. When are you finishing, or how far along are you on this book? Man, I'm, like, two-thirds through. Ah, I love to talk about it when you're done. Sure. But but, 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 but one of the examples he put up was he said uh, Apple. He said before Apple... Before Jobs got fired, the last thing that he approved to set up for his marketing was an eight-page ad on how the benefits of the computer. He said, when he got rehired and they took the company to a different level, their ads consisted of, like, two words. Think different. And in, like, in terms of thinking about what the show is, we're, we're you know, and, and, you know, how we would want to... How we're trying to craft and hone the message of what the show, you and I, Steve, have talked about it. And we've implemented Stay hard. By the way, that was a great fucking parody, that thing you sent me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Right. Goggins. Right? Guy making fun of Goggins. So fucking great. Really That's funny. an impression of Goggins. Yeah. But the thing is, is, so we said, yeah, we got to own that word hard. Right. Right? In all of its facets. Yes. But then also thinking about, what is the service that we're actually providing the audience? And we don't have a definitive answer yet, right? But the audience continues to grow, bro. I got to tell you. I know. So the question is, is like, what is the service that we're actually providing the fucking audience? I don't think you're right. I don't think so. But when sometimes when you throw stuff like this up. Yeah. The very first things are are really the things, you know, maybe. I don't know. But I feel like. You couldn't t- 
talk about our show without the word truth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So right? if, if hards are if hard is in there and we know that hard is it, the things that surround it would be real truths. Um stuff like that. Like, you know, it's the honest, hard, it's truths, it's stuff like that. Like we're serving up true hard, you know. I I, I mean It's the, interesting because well, I mean, Sean, what do you think? I mean, w- w- some thoughts about what the services that the show provides. And again, like you said, Steve, it's like we the initial ones are somewhere landing probably closer than when you start thinking too much about it and all that sure. shit. Sean, like in terms of what the show does. We, we talked about it a lot on, on, phone, on some phone conversations. Um, I, it's, I think it's different for every time we get on the mic, it's a little bit different. Right, mm-hmm. that's interesting. It's um, it's hard to encapsulate in just like one one thing, right? But it is definitely some some authentic, um, some life lessons. Yeah, um, yeah. It's hard to say. It's hard to you, say. When you say life lessons, it's almost like how to strategize for life. If you were to pay attention, we would be presenting you a plan of how to navigate absolutely absolutely i would totally support that yeah i and, we, and i think sean and i's discussion was kind of trying to land on something that what you just said right i mean Man, you say it took sean and i like two hours of fucking going back and forth right. for you to just say in one sense what it's very close to i think that's very close if you listened you would be getting strategies on how to handle life and so, dude, in this story, Bram, what the guy's talking about is he's saying that it's hard life lessons. Is kind of, if you really hard life lessons, if you were to say, what is our show? Hard life lessons. Really think about it. Everybody's story is some type of a lesson, right? <laughs> That's true. If they've had somewhere they've had hard because everybody's life is hard, though. Somewhere, if you're being honest. If I you're being think honest. that should be the title of this episode. The title is what? Hard life lessons. Oh, man. I think you're right. And here's the thing. I mean, the guy was saying this. This is what this dude is saying, and it was resonating, which is why it's so important to really get clear on what's the service of the show. I think you're right. It's almost like a, a almost like a like a mentor or a father or a, a master's class. Something like that, because yeah. uh, he was saying that with the way you got to look at your audience when you're marketing to them mm-hmm. is that they're the hero in the story. The, the audience, whoever this individual person that's coming, they're in their journey. They're the hero, right? Mm-hmm. And, and your service is a guide or the tool that's going to get them to the next level. To put it in terms of Star Wars, they're Luke Skywalker. Our service, our whatever show is Yoda. And we have to establish that relationship that when they come here, they're going to get something You're that's going to empower them, almost. empower them, enlighten them, give them the strategies. Mm-hmm. You know, some of our show seems to be about how to spot bullshit, right? Like we real good at spotting bullshit. Mm-hmm. Some of our show is about how to keep your shit together when you're stuck in a box for 20 years. Some of our show is about you got an addiction issue. How do you fucking manage that? And da 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 da. Some of the shows about staying away from the cops and avoiding fucking arrest, avoiding arrest, investigation, right? You know, 
fighting for your freedom from a prison cell. So mm-hmm. it's about fight, right? Right. Defending 100%. yourself. Or even getting a hold of yourself when you're a fat jelly roll up in a fucking second story of a sober living with your twin brother <laughs> thinking that your future lies in disability. Right. And how not <laughs> to cross borders in the United States with multiple kilos in your car. Right. How you don't do that. What not to do, right? Right. Or even what it feels like to roll up on the fucking the the fucking border patrol or whatever that was and know that you got all that shit taped under your fucking shit. Yeah, the calendar pages are passing by you as you're pulling up. Yeah. That was heavy, Fuck bro. That dude. Like I can tell you, like in that type of a situation, like I know that they were like he said they were too far along or too far like yeah i'm ju- i'm out of there dude like we're turning this motherfucker around man like i'm not but maybe they're gonna have to chase us now and we're gonna have a shootout but i'm not fucking driving into handing myself in like that like, i ain't doing that man like did fuck you think that. That- we're gonna draw on a chase <laughs> and i'm gonna go out in a blaze of glory but i'm not gonna just fucking drive myself into it a 10 year 12 year sentence yeah Parallel park into a 10-year... Fuck that, dude. (laughs) Fuck that. I'd rather look at fucking facing bullets, dude. I'd rather shoot it out and try my luck then and fucking just... You take a dime like that. Right. And also... (laughs) At his age. We have the show... Our show talks about serial killers, true crime. Yes. Right? True crime. History, man. History. We deal with a lot of history, man. A lot of history, and you know what else? Real American history. Right. This we, we, We're about real American history, real American culture in this room. Dude, this show. I was just... All right, well, let's not get sidetracked. So, all right, going back to Chauffeur Salmon, mm-hmm. okay? Chauffeur Salmon. And uh, now, I, so he was talking to me because he knows I'm doing all this reading. How do I take the bags to the next level? I said to him, I said, Smokey. I said, Skinny. I said, Twiggy. Mm-hmm. I said, listen. Twiggy Marley. I said, Woody. Hmm. I said, Skin G. I said, what are you doing, dude? I got bumpkin. <laughs> I said, honka toots. That's what his grandma. When you're sugaring your toes. Honka toots. <laughs> when you're, what do you say? When you're dipping your nads. <laughs> <laughs> Jiggling your nips. <laughs> That's one of those. When you're grizzling your tips. <laughs> I need grizzling my dip over here. The fuck, dude? He sometimes, dude, this guy says shit. And it'll hit me like a week later. Man. I'll be like driving to go pick up my grandson. like, And, and it'll echo. And it'll be like some shit he said. And I'll just be like, where in the fuck that does come this from? guy come from? It? it had to come from when your dad was leaving you like in offices and cars and shit to sit around. For sure. I mean, that's where the weird shit for me comes from. For sure, that, right? bro. For sure. I, I mean, I did everything from makeup words to fucking, you know, right. I mean, you name it. I did it all in my mind space because I had nothing else to do. More than anything, that's why you're my partner. <laughs> you're a fucking weirdo. Bro. <laughs> I know. You're I know. great. He's like this incredible weirdo, like this talented <laughs> weird guy. No, I love it because uh, there's nothing makes me happier than when like I'm just like saying shit and then you just mm. fall out. And it's always nothing I anticipate. It's always something I didn't. Because like, the like, shit you say is like what? 
way out, but it's really intelligent at the same time. <laughs> right? Sean knows what I'm talking about, dude. Like, and the other time when, 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 uh, dude, it was like my favorite thing is like when there was that guy that was telling us he was selling crack to all of his friends' moms, and I'm like, hey, did anyone ever offer, <laughs> offer to suck your dick? <laughs> And you were like, for two weeks, you're like, well, bro. Because for like two weeks, he was on that shit, man. <laughs> Who asked that? Like, Who's, hey, did your mom ever try and suck y'all? Like, this guy was busy watching like taboo porn movies, trying to like obsess with moms and shit, you know? Hey, like, did, did she ever, did, did any of their moms ever uh, tell you to lay down on your stomach and then give you a massage? <laughs> to get underneath the sink and fix the fucking bike? Did she and... ever tell you that she was stuck under the couch and she couldn't get out? She needed your help? Out of nowhere, dude. Like, he was like, I felt like in the middle of the thing, he was fantasizing and then we like interrupted his fantasy. <laughs> Say, by the way. And he, he even he came gave me like a like a yeah, weird look. He was yeah, like, no nah, man, no like no, 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 look no. like you're kind of a pervert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. So speaking of perverts, so let's go back to my cousin, yeah. King Sam. So then I tell him, I go, well, look, dude, what separates these bean bags from all the other bean bags? And he's like, nothing really. <laughs> I'm like, exactly, which is the greatest opportunity, which means that you can make it about you. Oh, so you got honest there for a second about the bean bag. Right, and I told him. They're all the same shit. Right, right, and I told him. So that's why you got to make it about you. That's how these cigarette companies work. They're all the same. I mean, come on. Yeah. All right. So now put yourself out there, make some content, get into their heads. So now he's been making videos. Mark. (laughs) 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 Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds. He looks up. He looked. Steve looked up like what? And um, I was, wa- and then I think they're genius. Maybe not for the same reason he thinks they're genius, but uh-huh. they're genius. And I came across one, and I was like, "Man, I gotta play this for Steve. I gotta oh. play this for Steve. I want to hear Steve's video or just audio. It's YouTube video. video. Oh my god, I can get out. Yeah, I just you don't want to see it. Okay, it's just okay. him driving with his okay. fucking weird neck. Okay. He's got like a. He's got kind of a reptilian neck. It's so tell me he's starting to do the whole driving thing like you. Your video. Yeah. But it's all right. It's okay. all right. I ain't okay. the first guy to fucking go ahead. You know, talk some shit in the Let's car. Let's hear it. All right, here we You're go. Right. Here we go. Professionals, like we don't just see the average Joe floating around. So, all right. Let's just see a little bit more. All right, that's him talking. He's just driving in a regular car with his uh, cornhole jersey. Just uh. <laughs> here he goes. Trying to think about what to say next. He's got my nails done. Well, that's already, <laughs> that's already fucking fucked up right there. See, this is why I don't want this guy, man. Now, now he got me backing up off of it. Okay, go he ahead. He said bro. that he got his nails God done. Damn, he so just got his. Na- What's your son think of that? Look at that. Let's <laughs> yeah, send that to his son. I, his son knows. Okay, dude, I, Sean. Sean, Sean, what? I mean, look at his face, bro. Like, he looks like he's (laughs) suffering, dude. He looks unhappy. Look at him. Huh? He looks like he's he's saying to himself, even these fucking fingernails are making me sick. I make myself Uh, sick. He knows my thoughts on the fucking fingernails. Which are? I just don't fucking get it, bro. He, I've tried and tried to talk to that guy about didn't he have fucking a fucking finger. A choker on his nails on at the fucking baby shower. I was yeah. like, what am I sitting next to fucking Tina Turner? <laughs> 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 fucking 
can see that. It's like kind of blue. Cat's eye. <laughs> Cat's eye! <laughs> There's something. I don't know what it is. There's something about the shininess of, the, of my nails. Like, people ask me, like, why do you get your nails done? I say it's, it's, it's something magical about the type of body art that it is. It's, I'm done. Bro. Oh my god, bro! I can't even. Leave. I can't even listen to that. That is so. Dude, That's you... body art. That's up there. When is Mr. Cartoon gonna start painting nails? Everyone, this is this is Matt uh, Sean. Just astonished. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. I don't even know what to say, man. What do you mean? It that's the perfect that clip really to awesome. play here. Is it? Yeah, because I I feel like Lucky is just that that's like the the ceiling <laughs> of like, of of how like just I don't know what the the right word is for it, but just how fucking bizarre <laughs> King Salmon could be to to Lucky. I mean, I've already I've already experienced Matt and his fingernails and and questioning him about it and all kinds of things. I don't get why he continues to do it. I just don't understand. But it's almost like the more that it drives you nuts, the more he yeah. Li- why? I, what is that? What is, what is that? I don't know. If I knew that I would I would appeal to his sense. Uh, I would try to like decode it and appeal to that sense and then let's get past this, right? In old blue eyes. It, it it bugs the shit out of me. It, it bugs the shit oh, out of me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big, big time. Why? I just I like if I could if I could heal him of that, <laughs> I would because I, I fucking hate it. I hate it. I would never paint my nails. You and not would, because of uh, gay, uh yes, yeah, queen. Step into your power, Sean. Right. Like let I almost want to say to Matt, Matt, why don't you just give yourself like a French manicure? You know what I mean? What's the what's the difference between 
some metallic thing that he likes he thinks is fucking cool like a painting a car or something or like a model airplane cat's eye cat's eye that's the name of the brand uh the color anyway uh, it's it's interchangeable it's kind of stuck to you it shines you know it's it's got totally it's got a huge variety of colors that you can use the uh, ideas and concepts are endless with with uh with nail colors You almost I, look I can't, sad. I can't listen to this anymore. You almost look sad. I got a bail. Why? I don't know. I just, I can't. Why does that make you sad? Tell me, describe it, that feeling. It fucking disturbs me. And I don't know. I just, I, I, it, does it I don't you... want to entertain it. And like, I don't, I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the most bold statement I've ever heard. I don't, I don't want to talk about Matt's nails to Matt anymore. And I don't want to hear about his nails. I don't want to see him. Like, <laughs> you almost sound like his dad. You know what I mean? Right. Like where it's like, he's, there's nothing more you could do. He's dead to me. <laughs> his nails are dead to me. Like when, when, when my when uh, my when I the bus ripped off my car door and my dad told me that's it, cutting right. the sheets. Right. That's for you, you cut I'm the sheets. The sheets. You cutting the sheets with his nails. Right. Well, he addresses this. Oh, he does. No, right when I get them done, I just like, man, I wish that they were more like they could just stay like that the whole time. So I go. I'm gonna tell them about my wife says clear coating. Manicure, you know, clean up, the, just clean up my fingertips, man. It's nice. You know, sometimes she'll give me a little arm massage afterwards, and it's nice. I, I've yet to get a pedicure, but that's coming. I should get a pedicure. Uh, ladies, Mr. and Mrs. Yearbud. Sean actually he had to leave. Ticklish tootsies. You don't want to hear him say ticklish tootsies? I'm just gonna go over here. Sean, come back. Wow. Well, Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds, I'm uh here <clears throat> on my own. And my uh cousin has driven everyone out of the room. Uh so I'm gonna go on a solo. I'm gonna go on a solo here while everyone gathers their thoughts. And I'm going to say, what am I going to say? You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to (sighs) say, I'm going to say we should watch the Showtime Kings, the documentary Kings about boxing. I've been watching about Durant. And Sugar Ray Leonard in their first fight. And it's an amazing, amazing, amazing demonstration of drama, skill, conflict. In that show, you have Sugar Ray Leonard on one side. And the way the documentary kind of frames it is that we are transitioning from the 70s to the 80s. That means... From the end of civil rights movement and a kind of awakening and then a sort of deadening of the economy into this sort of Ronald Reagan 80s. Sean knows fucking salmon, dude. He knows him, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, it drew, I started going into... He the, said salmon does some weird thing when he tries to meet people. He tries to act professional and he goes... With his fucking, he's got some Ross Bozo shoes on, and and he starts trying to be professional. Dude, when when we went to this leadership training thing, he bought a weird purple suit. 
and a green shirt. See, that's the stuff. That's the part I find fascinating about that guy. He had a green, like it was like it was the same green shirt he wore to the uh, to the baby shower, where he kind of looked like the Joker. Yeah, he's like he's using the Joker color profile. What's up, Roy to five eleven? Anyway, all right, look, I won't torture you guys anymore. I didn't realize that I was gonna get this big a response out of Sean. I mean, Sean's. I feel like a little depressed now. I'm getting my computer up. I'm it's not just, gonna play anymore, Sean. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll let it go. I, I feel mad about the I don't know. I, I, some somehow I'm like envisioning. There's a listener out there who's like, I can't even take this. I'm right? turning oh, this. There is. This episode, I'm turning off. Uh-huh. I can't listen to any more King Salmon. Yeah. Yeah, but dude, it's weird about that. For every single one of those, there's also people who are like, "What's up with your cousin? We all have one in our family." Right. Everybody's got a King Salmon, man. Yeah. Now, maybe the guy that can't listen to it, he might be the King Salmon Ooh. in the family. Oh. Think about that. Think you might that. be the King Salmon. I'm not saying you are. I'm not saying. It's possible. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying think about it. it. You might be the King Salmon if, if it's getting to you that deep. Mm. I mean. Yeah, if it's bothering you that much. <laughs> you know, I see the guy. Dude, my wife, you know. My wife, I talked to my wife about it. I'm like, my cousin's painting his nails, you know, da 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 da. And it's not a masculine, feminine thing. But my wife thinks it's kind of like serial killery. I do too. You know? And she's like, look, Dave Navarro, mm. he's a drummer and he's successful. He wants to paint his nails. It's kind of sexy. He's the, your, your cousin ain't Dave Navarro. Right? Yeah, That's but, basically what she said. But Dave right. Navarro does like the black. Like he's yeah, not he's not doing he any pearlescent colors and whatever yep, yep, and like yep. <laughs> and like and he ain't referring to it as body art for right. sure. He's like I'm doing some feminine girl shit. <laughs> Why are we talking about this? <laughs> yeah, dude, let's get off of it, man. <laughs> all right, listen. So this and, started out such a good show talking yeah, about branding, and then all of a sudden we took a fucking. This hard was really right, I do, so listen. What I'm trying to tell you is, is that I try to support my cousin with the branding. Oh, we know that. By yeah. saying, here's the content, build some content, and that's what came out. So, listen, I don't know. Anything, was there anything that came out of the YouTube branding exercise? Yeah, that, that was sick. Was... Like, I, I, I would flip right by that guy. Right. As soon as I heard him. Right. So I don't know how that, what him talking about, is going to help his brand. Right. If anything... That's gonna drive people drive away. people away. Even your people, cornhole people. Who wants to? Dude, it just them? drove my partners away. Well, you go. guys left the goddamn building. But yeah. I have to ask: in any of the YouTube branding exercise, was there anything good? Mm. <sighs> I mean, <clears throat> yeah. I, I I'll be honest with you guys. I have I have a a different take on it. I think that. My, this is I'm just being honest. I mean, body art has come to mean right. Body art has come to mean tattooing and piercing, and it is that. And painting nails is not that for those purposes. But if you were to just generally say you have a body, your nails are on the body, and you do some art on it, painting them would be that. I'm not suggesting that it's working for him. I'm just saying. I can see what he's thinking. Oh, yeah. I can see what he's thinking, too. And I can also see a place for somebody who creates that much of a reaction out of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a that's a Donald Trump effect, bro. I mean, I'm, 
I guess what I'm saying is, is from a branding standpoint, from a knowing standpoint, from a getting in your head standpoint, from a getting angry standpoint, from the heel in the wrestling match standpoint, from a defining himself outside standpoint, it's a fucking home run. Now, you guys are going to say, listen, you guys are going to say, yeah, but we don't want to fucking go anywhere near it. And I'm going to say, you guys don't go to a cornhole anyway. You're not in an RV with weird long beard guys who are half drunk in the middle of Georgia. That's true. Mm. And you know, that culture, right? That sort of middle of the, I don't know. I don't know how you would describe this culture, but it's akin. It's like somewhere in the same stratus as like juggalos and, and you know, deadheads. You know what I mean? Like, it's nothing that I would genuinely want to participate in. But if I was to study something, I would say the refuse, the flotsam and jetsam, the dentritus of civilization, of our mm-hmm. culture, uh-huh. it ebbs and flows in those areas. And in those areas, a guy that could make Old Blue Eyes and Big Lux and Chumahan be like, oh, my God, might be a hero. Might be a hero. Now, hero to us? No. Does it help define our situation? Be like, well, it ain't that. Yes. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have an audience, Sean. And so that's what I'm saying. So I actually think even him walking around in Best Buy trying to look for hand towels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve's like, what next? Mm. I think, right? I honestly think that the more he puts out there, as weird as he is, and as much as, I mean, dude, am I going to take him to my next client meeting? No. But he ain't that guy. Right. But what is he? Is he a guy that you could hang out with and you got like a a ratty 22 and you're shooting rats in the backyard? Yeah. Let me say this. <laughs> Let me say this, okay? Here, here I'm a, I've kind of figured out what it is that bothers me. <laughs> Everyone wants to Oh, go ahead. Because please. what doesn't bother me is is when he's talking about um um the cornhole bags. Right. The construction of cornhole bags. Right. So the company, I designed them like this because they slide. So when he sits back and tells me about cornhole bags, right? He don't sound like an idiot, right? Here's the part about that that bothers me about him is he's at an age where he's treating people around him that have accomplished some things, yes, in life, yes, and they can sit back and talk about some things and how these kind of reference this throughout their life and they got a couple victories so they can talk about this and make sense he wants to be able to sit back and pontificate on life oh yeah but my man don't have wins under his belt to go ahead and throw out like that for real okay there's old people that are stupid that get old not all old people, just because they talk, are full of wisdom. Right. There's stupid motherfuckers that got old, and they're just still stupid. Yeah, stupid old people. Stupid old people. I'm with you. So I don't think by him by him just thinking he's reached an age and he's lived long enough that he can start pontificating on things. Right. You know, And I think he really stands in that place. And like, no matter what we're talking about, he dives in deep and pulls in some shit about how. Yeah. And I just look at him and I'm like, 
Dude, you have no fucking humility, man. He has zero humility, and it really bothers me that he has right. zero humility. He's right. caught up in his own fumes, and I sit back, and I look, and I laugh, because he's not a bad guy. Right. And if he would just gain some fucking humility, shut the fuck up and listen. Right. There are some things, you know, uh, that, that uh, but it's that, dude. It's that fucking, it's like a, it's almost like a, it just rubs me wrong to begin with. Right. Like, what? Right. But um, you know, brother, I, I still, and I'll say it right now, man. I don't. I I, I love the guy as much. Right. As I, I love him, dude. He's your family, bro. So anybody that's your your family, uh, uh, we're gonna look out for him. We're gonna we're gonna I give him an opportunity. I appreciate that and the and the graciousness with which that was delivered, and I appreciate it. I really do, and I know that it shows a certain level of respect that you have for me that I could even grind your gears with this particular grain of sand. I got that. And I understand that. I try, and I try to be as respectful as I can not to push it too much either. Because part of it is, I think everybody does have somebody like a King Salmon in their family. Sure. And I think everybody needs to see the human side of us where we deal with that. And I think it brings out elements in us that you don't normally see. Like, I don't think that you see Sean get like this. Like, I mean, honestly, I, I, I don't, I've never seen, I don't see Sean get, like, kind of sick to his stomach, sad, you know, kind of like, why are we talking about, like, we, <sighs> let this guy just, you know, swim in his little pool. Why are we doing this? I can see it in him, dude. And we don't generally get to see that of Sean. Usually it's like... You know, and so I feel like... Well, that was a real upsetting visual that you put up when you took the video book. You gotta imagine. That wasn't like an oral. That was highly upsetting for us to see that. Right? That was that really turned the heat up in the room when you gave us that visual. My whole body chemistry changed. I got upset. He so did he. Yeah. Sean, like, had to get up and leave. Now, Sean, you heard what Steve said. He's like, look, his family drives me nuts. He pontificates on shit he doesn't know about. Yeah. I mean, what's your perspective on that? I was really... It's it's fascinating that you picked up on such a correct assumption of um, how I feel about Matt, and I think you you're very in tune with with what is going on, especially for not really entertaining Matt for such a long time. Yeah, it took uh, Sean and I like you know three decades of studying Matt to get to our level. You figured it out in like you yeah. know a month, right? <laughs> Serious. Now you can see why... We've been dealing with him for a couple of years. Well, yeah, but I mean, your exposure to him has been on a limited basis. Right. <clears throat> you know, Sean and I have actually gone camping with the guy with handguns and alcohol. <laughs> right. My God. I'm like, we I'm almost got arrested. You guys are alive. <laughs> Dude, have we, we almost told got, that story? We almost got arrested. Dude. I just know the story when you guys were in a van and you got followed by the police. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, bro. I had a teal Nissan pickup truck. We were young 20-somethings with no jobs, a little bit of spending cash, and nothing to do. So what did we decide we want to do? What did we do? Go camping. Where? To the caves. Which caves? The lava beds up in uh, Northern California. Right. So right we go- On the, we on go, the Oregon border. Right. Lava, and the whole Pelican reason- Pelican Bay. Kind of. And the, whole reason why, and the whole reason why we went up there at the lava caves was because of you, Sean. Right. Sean had some, mem what was the memory? I don't even remember. I mean, I've been up there a couple times. So that's how influential Sean is in our little circle. Uh, when he says something's fucking dope and he wants to go back, 
usually means like, okay, th- this is not a fucking boondoggle. Right. All right. So we go, all right, troops, and I'm driving. Right. I go, let's go. Let's quit fucking around. Let's go fucking camping, you pieces of shit. This is back <laughs> when I'm fucking drinking, too. All right, all right. All right? So you were saying pieces oh, of shit. Oh, I'm still saying it, but I'm just, I meant it. And so then the thing was, I was like, all right, so let's go. So it's me. What, what year was this, dude? <laughs> Jesus I fucking age, Christ. I mean, I think. Yeah, 97. When you okay. were, you know. A big dude in streetwear. We were two knuckleheads with some fucking alcohol on our way up to the lava caves. So what do we do? We bring Tone Capone, if you recall. Mm-hmm. He had the the, the, the father. Meth guy. The yeah. meth father. He's the one who brought Shooting the Shooting meth in the bathroom guy. Right? Yeah, yeah. King Salmon. Mm-hmm. All right. And and not the polished King Salmon you see now. Oh. Long-haired. Bugle boy jeans, long-haired. King Salmon. Oh right. boy, you would have probably—you probably would have just snapped his neck, really. You know, you and Big. Oh, oh, robbed him. Would have taken him right to the versatile. He would have just thought that hey, his pockets it. always were supposed to be open, right, and empty. Right, right, right. Right, right. So then we go down there. So it's me. All right. So we're like, we go and, and now listen. This is a true story. We don't have a tent. <laughs> There's no tent. Uh-huh. We got some sleeping bags, some blankets, pillows from the bed, all right? Yeah. Just a fucking moisture-wicking nightmare, right? We're going up there. One fucking cooler, which we put in the cheapest, most disgusting hot dogs you could fucking find. Oh, that French is mustard, you know what I mean? Bread floating around in the water. You yeah, know, the whole story, yeah, right? Yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> You've know. been on a couple of like a natty. Fishing, it's like a fishing igloo after a day out at the boat, right? <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Fucking baloney floating. Oh, oh, pallets of natty ice. You know what I mean? Like the just highest grade, worst beer you could fucking figure out that had been drained from like eight hobos' livers. Right. Then we fucking listen, and and then so we go to pick up uh, Tone Capone. At his house. Now, Tone is the wild man out of all of us. He's the one that's trying to drink 40s in front of cops and try to get arrested. Like, the kind of guy you don't want to be around. We said, hey, want to go camping? So we go over there. He comes out of the house, and he's got a giant fucking Tupperware container. Right? And we're like, what the fuck? And I look back, and he opens up the corner of it in the back of the truck and starts drinking out of it. He had taken all the alcohol in his parents' fucking thing. Oh. And put it in the fucking Tupperware container and was drinking it out of a square Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> That's some young shit, bro. <laughs> That's young right. shit, dog. Yo, it was young shit, all right, my friend. Man. And we were like, cruise up. And I can't remember all the mountain roads and all the bullshit. That's some after school special <laughs> shit right there. Right. right. And as we're driving, right? And oh. we're drinking and driving. I ain't going to lie. Uh, I course. ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. Right? Beer's yeah. in the thing. Yeah, we we yeah, got yeah, our yeah. story all together. Like, oh, it's, oh, it's not my beer. Blah, blah, blah. We're driving. And it's like, you know, going up to this campground. We, we get up into the lava caves. And well, as wait, we, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. No, but before I we get, hit. Oh, wait. Are you, wait. All right, go. I was gonna say we stopped at a campsite and didn't, and we slept there the night. But we wait, got wait, up. Wait, wait, wait. all right. So before we got to the campsites, though, we went through some one last small town, and it's one of those towns where they got chainsaw art, like that bear, yeah, yeah, grizzly. Yeah. So we stopped. Like there. A ice sculpture. <laughs> right? Yeah. 
<laughs> Everything's like shitty art that you think's a good idea to buy then, and you bring it home and it God looks like shit. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. Tourist traps. So we get all, we get the last of the provisions. As we leave that small town, I'm driving and I hear pop, pop, pop from the back of the truck. I'm like, what? What's wrong? Is my car back mine? I look back. Tone Capone, after getting drunk on half a fucking Tupperware container of Everclear or whatever it was that was in there, had a 22 handgun and he was firing it down the middle of the road. And that's a true story. He was shooting. He was firing off rounds behind. Look, there's no cars behind us. Right. Just but, shooting. Right. Right. But how far do bullets travel? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm just imagining fucking villagers with, like, neck wounds, like, trying to stop the bleeding. <laughs> like, sure. you know, fucking at a pip family picnic, and then the dad's head just explodes off his yeah. fucking shot. Somehow, that didn't, I guess, you know. Nobody it, got hit. Nobody got hit, and no cops were called. I guess hearing gunfire up in these, you know, whatever, the, you know, the malicious training two feet away. Yeah, so maybe, right, right, uh, right. Normal. We get to a campground. They only take cash, and there's no fucking, uh, you know, person maintaining the game. So you're supposed to take the money and slip it into, like, a slot. And I think what we thought, we had no cash. And I think what we thought we would do is, like, roll up a one real tight and then, like, slip it through the slot for the part that we were staying at. We go there. We have a big bonfire. Nothing is done to rules or regulations at all. Totally unsafe. Probably, if this would have been 10 years from now, you would have been a raging wildfire that destroyed half of California. And we're drinking and drinking and we're getting drunk. Tone Capone is already passed out when we get started. Right, and this is how that guy rolls every time, every single fucking time. He gets this, started a little bit too early. He gets started big and early. By the time we're at the campsite, we get started. He's out, like, and I mean, face on a pine cone out. And we're sitting there just drinking and hitting, pounding and laughing. We got truck doors open, playing music, fucking Tupac and bullshit. You know, old gangsters, but we're up in the lava kids, and we're sitting there doing all this bullshit. And then it starts getting dark, or it was already dark, but it was, we start getting tired and passing out. So we all pass out. Who do you think wakes up when everyone's ready to fucking go to sleep? Tone Capone wakes the fuck up. And he's like, and Tony's got, he's one of these guys that it, for him getting fucked up is like being on a Navy SEALs mission. It's like no man left behind. And don't you punk out on me. And he says shit like, oh, no, you're going to smoke this weed right now, you little bitch. You little bitch. Don't you fucking punk out of me. No, you're going to fucking drink this fucking beer right now, you little bitch. You know? And you're like already faded trying to sleep. Like, Come on, man. No, you're going to fucking smoke this weed. And he's throwing beer cans at us and yelling and dancing, turning the music back up. All that shit, bro. I don't know how we make it through that. It's a true story, Sean. Uh, yeah. 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 So then we go, and then we fucking wake up hungover, but young hungover, where it's kind of like you're like a like a you, pit bull. You just push through it. Push through it. No problem. Goddamn, we're eating cold hot dogs in the morning, driving a fucking fucking beef stew, dinty more beef stew, that bullshit. Which is okay. So we go, and then we set up some of the beer cans in the state park, and we're target practicing at seven in the morning on the way to the caves, and laughing just like jackals. Get to the cave, jackals. Right. Get to the goddamn cave. It's fucking dark. We go in there. We're shaky from the. Fucking lag out, we're drinking in the thing, open containers in the car, smoking weed in the car, all the way to the kids, because that's what you do. We go there and we're walking and spelunking, and we're like walking through the caves. And then we go Matt through. picks up a snake and then we. 
pour beer in we we, we get we pour beer on a snake i don't know and we go into this cave and we're walking on and it's called the cathedral because if you go through this tight real tight little uh corridor it opens up into this giant beautiful cathedral mm. i think this might have been the cathedral that disney stayed in overnight with special permission that got him to develop in disneyland like that that railroad train uh fucking, that goes through space no 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 that goes through the the thunder thunder mm-hmm. canyon yeah thunder right canyon. right right so we go so we're going through there right and it's four of us drunk hungover high armed crawling through on our stomachs that's as tight as and i mean if you think about it you will go nuts because there's probably like eight million tons of earth above you and if there's any change in the fucking ground he's gonna crush you like a grape who the fuck loses his shit in the middle of the tone capone i gotta get out man i'm going mad you would have thought he was no yeah you would have thought he was buried alive the same guy that was like no bitch you gonna smoke this motherfucker yeah he got all claustrophobic oh he got real claustrophobic that's dangerous when people get like he got so claustrophobic that all four of us and we let him lead because he was like mr i'm gonna do oh I'm harder than all y'all. My, my, my. I'm going to yeah. get arrested. My, my. Oh, we turned into a bitch. Oh, dude. So we all had to back out oh, on our hands and knees. And by the time that happened, I had to take a monster shit. Mm-hmm. So I go away from the cave. <laughs> you told him, open your mouth. <laughs> I take this crazy monster shit in mm. the shadow of the cave. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, I hope no nice families. Like, you know, look at this. And then steps right. A little baby just crawls on it. Look, mom. A cigar. So we finally get out of this place, right? And I noticed that this ranger had parked kind of close to the back of my truck. Mm. And I'm like, and there's no other cars in the parking lot. So I'm like, that's kind of fucking rude. So I just, you know, inch, (laughs) I inch back and forth and blah, blah, blah. To get out? Yeah. And I got out and I went to the next cave and parked. And we went in there and looked at some shit. When we came out. Again, he's behind you. Dude. The Rangers are out with their guns drawn. This is the second time you and I have had guns drawn on us, Sean, and we hadn't done shit. Except be stupid. Had the guns drawn on us, and we're like, get out of the car, hands on the head! Yes. Yes. So we sat down, just like you would see in any fucking city. There we are in the parking lot of the goddamn lava caves, hands above our head, sitting on the ground. Matt, Sean. Me and Tone Capone, cops searched the vehicle. Find the gun. Found the weed. Found found the weed, found the gun. And then they got in front of us, and the guy, I mean, Sheriff T. Buford, you know what I mean? Like, he hitches Mm -hmm. up his pants, and he's like, all right, boys, now I'm going to give you what I call the speech. Mm. And he's like, in all my days of being a ranger, I have never seen anything as disgusting and as depraved as you boys. Uh, yeah. You boys have committed a criminal royal flush. <laughs> yeah. You fired off a firearm in a state park. You littered in a state park. <laughs> you brought marijuana into a state park. And you've been drinking and driving in the state park. Now, who did he call the breathalyzer? It was me. So he goes, who did the driving? And I was like, ah, you son of a bitch. I raised my hand. And he goes, son, I want you to come with me. And I'm telling you, I said every prayer in every language you could fucking imagine. 
He pulled out that little machine with the blower on it. Blow. And I mean, I was like, oh, I wish I had a penny to put my. I had every little trick that a I did. Penny. I heard from somebody. Does that okay. probably doesn't work? So I, uh, I blew into it right. And it went, and it was like, beep, beep. and I was watching the numbers with him. I felt like I was on the Price is Right. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and he goes, it rolls all the way up, and it was just like two points under being inebriated. And he said, boy, it's your lucky day. Mm-hmm. And he said, but I'm going to tell you right now, just because that machine says you're not drunk does not mean I'm going to let you drive out of here. So he sat me back down, and he goes, Who's got the gun? <laughs> Tone's like, I, I do, sir. It's, it's my dad. He gave it to me. Give me the sun, boy. Uh, give me the gun, boy. Takes the gun. He's like, where's the weed? And we had to hand over the weed. And and King Salmon pulls it out of his ass. Had <laughs> a keister. Boy, why are your nails painted? Now, so then we're sitting there, and I don't recall. He said something to us. He said, now I'm going to give you a little piece of advice. Right, he, he pointed to me and said I needed to lose weight. Yeah, oh yeah, bro. It was a real kick in my balls. But it was true. He was the cops to say anything, right? Oh my oh. god, he was having fun. He was yeah, gonna be talking fuck, about yeah. this. Yeah, I'm glad he told you that too. Yeah, you you need to get in shape. That's what he told me. You need to drop a few pounds. Away. Yeah, that's what he said. You need to lose weight. He was fat. He was telling me I had to lose weight. Oh, that's bad. But uh, you know, I'm stuck. What can I do? He pointed to Sean and said, "You need to get a job." He pointed to Matt and told him to go to school. I can't remember what he said at the wow, time. This That's guy true. Is a smart guy. What did he tell Matt or Tone? I have no idea. I think I don't think he had words for that. Go I, think, rehab. I just remember him saying specifically. He said, "You boys are trying to get a leg up on society, <sighs> and you're going about it the wrong way." You guys, this guy really was waiting for. Somebody like you guys to show up, dude. I was so wondering, he give a speech. How the fuck did he know? But he, because we put cans out, and then we shot at the cans, and there was bullet holes in the cans. Oh man! And then he saw one one of those cans in the back of the truck, so we put two and two together. And yeah, got it ain't hard. Dead right. No, I mean, come on, dude. Come on. And the other thing is, is I was sitting there thinking about it. I realized that we hadn't paid the campground, and he didn't know that yet. And so, he mentioned it. Uh, uh, put your volume down. Yeah. All right. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. He didn't. He didn't know that yet. Uh. So anyway. Recording okay. in progress. So anyway, he sit there and he goes like this. He goes, "All right. <clears throat> now I want you guys to get, now who's who can drive?" And Tone Tony raised his hand. Yeah. 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 Tony raised his hand. Right. He goes, all right, I want you to get into that truck with your friends, and I want you to drive far, far, far away from my park. And we absolutely did that, happily. Mm -hmm. We didn't even get a ticket. No. We didn't even get fined. He told Tone, I want you to drive far? Yeah, he told us, you never come back to this state park ever again. Your rights have been fucking revoked. Your privileges have been revoked. Uh, yeah, that was a pretty crazy story. That was a, that's a true story. I can't believe we survived. Yeah. That was wild. Anyway, listen. Uh, all right, that's all enough. Right, so what we got? So we got, uh, who's coming in? Oh, well, at 11. We got Black Sicano. 
Right, coming by to talk about some stuff. Jesus is going to hang out, and then uh, I think we got to talk about the Santa Monica Police Department, I thought. Well, we're going to talk about a number of things, but yeah, we'll talk about that, too. I just stumbled upon that. Uh, all right, well, so let's... Yes, sir, yes, sir. Why don't we, I think... Like we do about this time. You got any shout-outs? Yeah, I got a shout-out to, uh... uh, Oh, you know what, you guys, by the way, since I'm on live, you guys... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to tell everybody, you need to go to, um, Mad Flowers. At Mad Flowers. Got a big party tonight, July 24th, in West L.A., what kind of party? Oh, it's a it's a big it's a it's a sesh lounge. Uh, Mad Flower guys are putting it on. It's in West LA. It's at a great venue. Man, so you've got to DM. Um, well, people will hear this after. No, we're on live right we're now. Oh, okay. So uh, yeah, just uh, peep in. It's all over my story. Follow it. Show up tonight. I'll be there. Soul Assassins, the Cookies team, like we'll all be there supporting Mad Flowers. Big Lux is gonna through. be there. Yes, I'll be there. Hey man, do yourself a favor yes. and go down and say hello to Big Lux, Mad Flowers. Yep. West? What did you say? It's in West LA. The uh, the, the location will be revealed a little bit later. All right. Uh, so if Mad you Flowers. know, then you know. All right. I love it. Um. I want to give a shout out to the Soul Assassins, City of Santa Monica, my son and my daughter, Supermax Hardware. Um, Summer about to drop next week, and uh, always listen to the Hard Luck Show on Mondays and Thursdays. Chuman? Uh, Ovanda Bowen LLP, let the Tomahawks fly. We wear braids to court. We had a huge motherfucking, huge motherfucking win on Thursday. Victory lap. Serious shit. I can't tell you exactly what it was, but I can tell you this. Mm. It was a grand fucking slam. Shit was deep. Sean? Sean at movemental.media. You know what it's about. Yeah, you guys, man. There's a lot of people talking about doing a lot of different things. Put your money where your mouth is. If you need some technical help, some audio Right? Right. You need to talk to Sean, you guys. You need to reach out to Sean. He is an expert. He can help you with solutions to anything you might have down that Let me put it to you this way. You got a story to tell, but how are you going to get it out there? Sean's your answer. Yep. That's right. Yep. You don't want to spend like 10 years trying to figure out how to do a half hour and get stuck in analysis paralysis because it won't get done. Right. But if you get to old blue eyes, Sean, not only will it be done, but it will be done right. Yep. Mm. So there it is there. Thank you, guys. Like we do about this time. Adios, amigos.